booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. And here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Shots ring out at a NYCHA housing complex in Brooklyn, leaving two men wounded, one critically. The special master overseeing documents seized in the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago has now ordered lawyers for former President Trump to prove Trump's allegations. The FBI planted evidence. A member of the progressive squad to leave facing heat from fellow Dems over her comments about Israel. The family of an Iranian woman who died in police custody following her arrest for removing her hijab says authorities are lying about her cause of death. Legionnaire's outbreak has caused four deaths at a Manhattan nursing home, a fifth death death there awaiting confirmation. One of two men who were shot at the Red Hook NYCHA housing complex in Brooklyn Thursday morning now in critical condition. Police say this 52-year-old man who has a criminal past with multiple arrests was the intended target. Gang involvement hasn't been ruled out. It caused a nearby school to go on lockdown. A 33-year-old NYCHA employee was also hit in his leg as 19 shots rang out. Here's NYPD Assistant Chief Michael Kemper. He's in conversation with his uh, supervisor at the time uh, the shots were fired, and he struck. And, and you know, and he could have been anyone. The 33-year-old was taken to New York Presbyterian Brooklyn Methodist Hospital and is expected to be okay. Investigators recovered a 9-millimeter firearm from near where the 52-year-old man was shot, and it's unclear if he was also firing back at suspects. No arrests have been made as of this morning, and police are looking for two men in their 20s who fled the housing complex. The special master, who's been assigned to review the documents taken during the August 8th search of Mar-a-Lago, is asking former President Trump to back up his claim that the FBI allegedly planted evidence at his Florida home. Judge Raymond Deary told Trump's attorneys to submit a sworn declaration detailing Trump's claim, made two days after the August 8th raid at his Florida home. Trump, during part two of his interview with Fox News' Sean Hannity, again alleged the FBI may have planted evidence. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. And there doesn't have to be a process. There can be a process, but there doesn't have to be. Terry also asked for Trump's attorneys to list a description of contents or location within the premises where the item was found is incorrect, as well as to break down any property that they say was taken during the search but not listed among the FBI's inventory under the search warrant. Representative Rashida Tlaib, the Democrat out of Missouri, facing heat from her own Democratic colleagues. The criticism Wednesday, a day after Tlaib, stated that among progressives, it has become clear that you cannot claim to hold progressive values, yet back Israel's apartheid government. Tlaib made the remark, first reported by the Jerusalem Post at an online seminar held by Americans for Justice in Palestine Action. I want you all to know that among progressives, it has become clear that you cannot claim to hold progressive values, yet back Israel's apartheid government. And we will continue to push back and not accept 
this idea that you are progressive, progressive except for Philistine any longer. Within hours of the article's posting, Tlaib's fellow Democrats began to respond by condemning Tlaib's suggestion that progressivism and pro-Israeli policies cannot coexist. The father of an Iranian woman who died in police custody last week has accused authorities of lying about her death. This woman, Masha Amini, was arrested by morality police for removing her hijab. She was allegedly beaten by police, prompting major nationwide deadly protests. Iran's government has initiated an Internet blackout attempting to curb dissent. Public skepticism over the cause of the woman's death has caused deadly protests. Iranian officials have claimed Amini died after suffering a heart attack and falling into a coma. Her family has said the woman had no pre-existing heart condition, according to m to dead News, an Iranian pro-reform media outlet. Four out of five out of eight residents at the Amsterdam nursing home in Washington Heights are confirmed to have Legionnaire's disease have died, according to the New York State Health Official Department. And four out of five who died were confirmed to have died of Legionnaire's and the cause of death actually for this fifth person, although confirmed to have Legionnaire's, was not confirmed to have died of that bacteria yet. Legionella is a serious type of pneumonia caused by bacteria that grows in warm water. Dr. Daniel Griffin is chief of infectious diseases at ProHealth. He spoke to NBC New York. Features about this. This is one that we we see with a certain seasonality. Um, We start to see people get this type of pneumonia in the spring and then in the early fall. And the reason we do is that um, the the pathogen that causes um, Legionnaire's disease mm-hmm. uh, is actually in water. New York State is working with city health officials on the investigation. The U.S. House of Representatives Thursday moved four policing and public safety bills forward. This happened after last-minute opposition from Democratic Progressive Squad members almost caused defeat following months of negotiations. Resistance from Democratic progressives, Representatives Cory Bush, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, Jamal Bauman, and Ayanna Presley delayed the procedural vote and debate for roughly three hours. Representative Cory Bush has long been an advocate of defund the police, even after coming under scrutiny for spending money on private security last year. I have security because I know I have had attempts on my life and I have too much work to do. There are too many people that need help right now for me to, to allow that. So if I end up spending 200000 if I spend 10, 10, 10 more dollars on it, you know what? I get to be here to do the work. So suck it up and defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police and put that money into social safety nets. And these bills now head to the U.S. Senate. Representative Elise Stefanik, the Republican out in New York, focusing on women candidates to try and boost her party's efforts to retake control of the House. She predicts the number of Republican women in the U.S. House of Representatives will increase next year following November's midterm elections. Here's Stefanik on Steve Bannon's War Room podcast. They are trying to suppress Republican voters. They are trying to bury polls like NBC that show that Republicans are in a strong position to win back the House. They're trying to reset the narrative and prop up Democrat candidates across the country. The American people are smart. It's important that they see through this mainstream media narrative 
and they vote on the issues. As of August 25th of this past summer, 150 women are serving in the 117th Congress. There are 126 women serving in the House, 92 Democrats and 34 Republicans. There are a total of 24 women in the U.S. Senate, 16 Democrats and 8 Republicans. On Wednesday, Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott issued an executive order. It designates Mexican cartels as terrorist organizations in order to help keep Americans safe from the fentanyl crisis. These illegal drugs are pouring across the U.S.-Mexico border. And the attorney general in the state of Texas accused President Joe Biden of having a partnership with the cartels with his open border immigration policy as well, resulting in Texas having to take action, sending these illegal migrants elsewhere. GOP Texas Attorney General is Ken Paxton. He was on the John Solomon Reports podcast. It's almost as if, and it's not almost as if, what is actually happening is the Biden administration has cut a deal with cartels. It's a partnership. They are in partnership. And the, the rule was set up on day one that Biden said, we're not going to deport anybody. It was a direct message to the cartels. You guys can make a lot of money on drugs and on transportation of people. Paxton also called out the hypocrisy of Democratic areas, such as Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts, where migrants were flown last week and were deported to a military base shortly thereafter. Paxton said that these sanctuary areas, such as Martha's Vineyard, have a lot of resources to take the migrants, but chose not to do so. President Joe Biden announced Thursday that the federal government will pay 100 percent of the costs of Puerto Rico's recovery from Hurricane Fiona for the next month. The president is hoping to ease the minds of those who live in Puerto Rico. To the people of Puerto Rico who are still hurting from Hurricane Maria five years later, I know that we're, they, they should know that this, we are with you. We're not going to walk away. We mean it. And Biden's announcement comes a day after he issued a major disaster declaration from Puerto Rico. The new authorization will cover 100 percent of the cost for things like debris removal, power and water restoration. Russian President Vladimir Putin's recent threat to use nuclear weapons will not deter U.S. aid to Ukraine, according to the U.S. Pentagon's top spokesperson. Here's Pentagon Press Secretary Brigadier General Patrick Ryder. Um, In terms of uh, the statements or the announcements coming out of Russia, uh, it does it does not uh, affect the department's commitment to continue working closely with our international partners and our allies on providing Ukraine with the support uh, that it needs in their fight to defend their country. Ryder also said U.S. officials remain focused on communicating with their Ukrainian counterparts, allies and partners on what they need. And Putin's rhetoric will not affect that. Israeli's interim prime minister, Yair Lapid, addressed world leaders at the United Nations yesterday. Lapid voicing support for a two-state solution for his country and Palestinians, resulting in a mixed international response. An agreement with the Palestinians based on the two states for two people is the right thing for Israel's security, for Israel's economy, and for the future of our children. 
Israeli's interior minister, Ilit Shade, tweeted that Lapid speaks only for himself. Former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Lapid will not be allowed to establish a Palestinian state. He also accused Lapid of bringing the Palestinians back to the forefront of the world stage and putting Israel right into the Palestinian pit. However, U.S. Ambassador to Israel, Tom Nides, called the speech courageous. 77 WABC News Time, 515. Well, Justin Ellick taking a well-deserved day off, and in for him is Phil Dixon. Yes, Deb, thank you. I am Phil Dixon with your early news sports update. Thanks to Aaron Judge, the Big 99 and company are making national news every day as Aaron Judge chases Roger Maris' AL record of 61 homers. What a venue and opponent to break the record to, hosting the historic rival Boston Red Sox in Yankee Stadium last night. After a back-and-forth slug match between the two, not so bitter rivals anymore, Featuring Stanton and Costas going deep early, the stage was set for Judge to write headlines of all baseball headlines as he stepped up to the plate, stepped up to the plate tied 4-4 at the bottom of the ninth, and drilled one into deep center. Aaron Judge, center field, way back, Juan Hernandez is there. About as deep as you could hit it without hitting it out at Yankee Stadium. Painfully close to making history in the biggest of moments, Judge was just a few feet short of one of the most memorable moments the sport can deliver. The two went into extra innings, though, where the game was sealed in the bottom of the 10th by third baseman Josh Donaldson with an RBI single. Pitch is grounded in the shortstop hole. Base hit. Here comes Gonzalez. Here comes the throw. It is not in time. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees Whoa, that's not David Ortiz, but, I mean, he's right. The Yankees do win. Both calls courtesy of Fox there. No 61 for Judge, but a nice consolation is the walk-off win as the Yankees take it 5-4 with Game 2 of the four-game set. Slated for 7.05 p.m. Eastern with their ace, Garrett Cole, stepping up to the slab. Mets had action last night, but managed to get some type of win on their day off. The Atlanta Braves dropped one to the Phillies last night, so the Metropolitan's lead in the NL East rises to one and a half games. It's the end of the average workman's week, but for the NFL, they're just starting theirs. Last night, Saturday, in football action to kick off the week. Week three, the Browns and Steelers uh, had a game over in Cleveland. Browns take that one 29-17. For more sports content, be sure to follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Phil Dixon with your early news sports update. All right, thanks, Phil. Let's head over to Lou Dobbs with your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. Stocks slow to recover after the latest interest rate hike. Ford committed to resolving supply chain issues. FedEx earnings plunged. Wall Street coming off its second straight losing session after this week's federal rate hike. Technology losses sent the Nasdaq down more than 150 points. The S&P at its lowest level since July. Investors concerned the Fed's approach to inflation will tip the economy into recession. Ford is shuffling management in effort to streamline product development and supply chain issues. This week, Ford warned 10 of thousands of vehicles could be delayed getting to dealers. A portion of the car maker's management realignment is electric driven. Ford has been adamant about bolstering EV production. FedEx says earnings per share fell more than 21% in the last quarter. The dismal earnings report confirmed Wall Street's outlook. The company says it's cutting $2.7 billion from the budget. The shipping company is grounding aircraft, suspending Sunday deliveries, and closing offices all across the country. Please join me several times each weekday right here on 70 W-A-B-C. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 W-A-B-C for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. 
Futures in the red this morning. The Dow down 180 points at 29,969, down 0.58%. The S&P has dropped 25 and a half. The Nasdaq down 97 and a quarter points. Gold down $11.60 an ounce at $1,669.50. Crude oil down $1.87 a barrel at $81.63. WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. News time 520. A funeral held in Queens yesterday for an FDNY firefighter who died as a result of a 9-11 related illness. Frank Diaz has a story. FDNY union leaders attended services for Battalion Chief Joseph McKee in Queens. We've had eight in the past month. Firefighters passed from 9-11 related illnesses. The FDNY just marked a tragic milestone of 300 World Trade Center related deaths last week and McKee was the third firefighter to die of an exposure related illness in the past week. As of March 2021, there have been more than 3,000 cancer certifications caused by the toxins breathed in by FDNY members at Ground Zero. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Frank Diaz. And a Jersey high school football player died yesterday, weeks after he suffered a serious injury during a game on social media. Linden's mayor, Derek Armstead, announced that Xavier McLean, a freshman at Linden High, suffered a traumatic brain injury during a game September 9th against Woodbridge High. And the mayor spoke to ABC7. I watched him and his brother grow up. Uh, uh, we were good friends with the mother and father, Norman and Lisa McLean. Um, they were very active in sports in town, um, football, baseball, basketball, good athletes, um, and, and, and very nice young men. McLean was part of a kick team when the contact happened. He apparently complained about a neck injury, and according to the mayor, the teen had to be intubated that very same night. Grief counselors have been set up at Linden High. New York City will open humanitarian emergency response and relief centers to provide further assistance to illegal aliens arriving from Texas and other states on a continuing unannounced basis. New York City's Mayor Eric Adams has said the city is at its breaking point with over 13,000 migrants arriving in the Big Apple since May. New York Senator Rob Orsch is not thrilled. He says migrants are flooding New York City. They have to sort of bear the burden, just as Texas, just as Arizona, just as many other states have to bear the impact of this failed federal immigration policy. Mayor Adams announced yesterday the centers will provide a connection to a full list of services and support, including things like shelter, food, medical care, casework, services and other things. New York City, one of several Democratic-leaning jurisdictions facing a sudden test of their commitment to being sanctuary cities or states as migrants are shipped from southern border states. One location will open in Orchard Beach for adults. A second location is still being finalized. Remember Amy Cooper, the white woman dubbed Central Park Karen after accusing a black bird watcher of threatening her in 2020? Well, she's lost a lawsuit against her former employer. Cooper claimed she was illegally fired and portrayed as a racist. U.S. District Judge Ronnie Abrams rejected Cooper's claim on Wednesday of defamation. Cooper alleged her ex-employer, Franklin Templeton, a holding company, axed her one day after the viral altercation in Central Park. It happened in May of 2020. Cooper went viral after a video showed her yelling at birder Christian Cooper. She called police to claim an African-American man was threatening her while she was walking her dog in Central Park. Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. 
Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. Her suit filed in May 2021 argued her call to cops had nothing to do with Christian's race, but rather because the overzealous bird watchers selected her as a target in a feud between bird and dog lovers. A former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations and White House hopeful Nikki Haley has endorsed Republican Michael Henry for New York State Attorney General. Haley's endorsement comes amid a feud with Democratic incumbent Attorney General Letitia James. Haley last month accused James's office of breaking tax laws by leaking the list of donors to her conservative not-for-profit advocacy group called Stand for America. And James, a Democrat, is seeking re-election to a second term, and she made big waves Wednesday filing a $250 million lawsuit against former President Donald Trump and three of his adult children, alleging fraud related to the Trump organization. The complaint demonstrates that Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself and to cheat the system, thereby cheating all of us. Haley's also considering a run for president in 2024. Haley, the former U.S. ambassador to the United Nations under former President Trump Wednesday, faulted President Biden for not calling out countries that allegedly are helping Russia's invasion of Ukraine during his speech to the U.N. General Assembly, citing China, North Korea and Iran. Oh, Columbus Day controversy in the Toms River School District in New Jersey. Toms River students this year will have class on Columbus Day, and this was not always the case in recent years. The district's faculty and staff usually worked on that day. It was only the students who had the day off, and school officials say it only makes sense now to bring the students back and to help shorten the school calendar year. But some activists say that they believe the district changed the calendar as a subtle way to avoid some of the growing national controversies about Christopher Columbus and his actions with indigenous people. School's superintendent is Michael Sitta. He says this is not the case. To get out a common message about what Italian-Americans have done uh, for our country and our local communities, and we celebrate those things on that day. So we didn't cancel Columbus Day. And he says that the lessons were created with Italian-American organizations in New Jersey to get out a common message about what Italian-Americans have done for our country and our local communities as we celebrate those things on that day. So he said we didn't cancel Columbus Day. 77 WABC's Jacqueline Carl has your movie preview for this weekend. Going to the movies this weekend? The one thing they ask of us is to stay here. Do you even know what the Victory Project actually is? Have you ever asked? Do you? What if this place is dangerous? What if The highly anticipated movie Don't Worry Darling, directed by and starring Olivia Wilde, takes place in the 1950s in Victory, an experimental company town where the men work on a top-secret project and the women bask in luxury. But is there something sinister going on? 2009's movie Avatar about the alien world of Pandora is opening in theaters again this weekend. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. And if you missed the top five of five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.
Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com